0: ComedySlamRadio.com From our studios to the world we bring you the finest in quality entertainment. So pop some popcorn, grab a smooch buddy, and settle in for another fine show from
1: ComedySlamRadio.com
2: Ah! Hello and you are live with the Let's Be Frank show on Comedy Slam Radio and we have a great show planned for you tonight. Not only do we have the great Bobby Collins calling in, who's going to be here in St. Pete at the Mahaffey Theater, and he's going to be over in Jacksonville. We have the very funny Chris Gorgeous in the house. How you doing, Chris?
3: Excellent, sir. Happy Memorial Day weekend.
2: Same to you. Excellent. We also have the chubby bastard... Quiggy.
0: Oh, Why don't I get to be funny? I'm just a chubby bastard. Really. I'm not a funny, funny person at all. i just. I don't here. think you're funny. I have you here because huh? you're smarter than me. I am much smarter than you. Yes, that's why you were here. This I will admit it.
3: And he's <laughs> coming off the cusp of uh, one of my fantastic, fantastically brilliant, uh, high-energy shows at the bowling alley. Yes, I was at the bowling alley. Yes, that was a good show, though, man. You did good. That <laughs> I mentioned was at the bowling alley. Yes,
2: that's great. <laughs> but not only was it at the bowling alley, it was in the bowling alley in the room. That really looked like it was set up for porn stars. Oh, that's what it? I
3: said. I made a boogie nights reference. And yeah. I think I said uh, nice. ooh grimace in the Kill Bill sequel. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. dude. Yeah. I mean, it
2: was all purple and mirrored, and it was mirrored on the nice. roof. It was.
3: They literally had like little uh, what are those little teeny the little white Christmas lights like hanging down? They're called from white the Christmas ceiling. lights. Like that? No, I thought there was a name. Okay. I'm a Jew. They're called white Christmas lights. Okay. Yo,
0: did like the Big Lebowski open for you or some <laughs> shit? I don't even know.
3: But no. But here's the thing: though right before the show, the lights dimmed and it became this <laughs> boom. boom <laughs> you know, that was it was that bowling alley
0: yeah Everything oh I, it was a techno bowling yeah, alley right, whatever, with, like the, with the, neon, the lights out neon oh yeah Yeah, the black lights That's awesome. like, oh
3: christ are you kidding me right now
0: and you had to perform while that stuff was going on well, right? no, yeah, like in that room it was like all right here here's just paint we're going to
2: yeah. put all this yeah. uh, whatever black light stuff on you, on you. maybe so, <laughs> we can get bobby collins to do a guest spot there next month i'm sure he's done <laughs> it <to that>, somewhere somewhere <laughs> along the way on, along the way on the way up i'm sure he has I actually been talking to him a bunch and it's funny. Most of the time when I call out to these people and I try to book up shows, you know, I got to talk to their agents or it takes two weeks for them to get back to me or they email me. I leave a message on just the phone number that's on the
3: website. could be any phone number.
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, all right, you know, I think I'm at the offices of, you know, for Bobby Collins. So I leave a message. Like 24 hours later, I get... Hey, now, I put the phone number in my phone So I knew in case they called me back Sure, yeah. I'm like hey it's Bobby Sl- I'm sorry it's Bobby Collins office calling me huh. rub- Pick-
3: You rub elbows with lots of famous Bobby's oh, don't yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> Who's next De Niro, gonna be like, ah, Bobby De Niro yeah. He
2: likes Robert But anyway he- <laughs> 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 I didn't know, How do you know that Because <laughs> he likes Robert De Niro
3: He likes Robert De Niro You ever hear him call Bobby De Niro Well by other people yeah but not by him He's never said yeah my name's Bobby yeah.
2: This is my show in my mind. likes
3: Robert. All right. I'm with you. I'm, I, I, I have yeah, no statistical world now. facts. doesn't matter. I have no reason to discredit Yeah. Let's be frank. There <laughs> are no <laughs> facts included. Okay.
2: It's in the disclosure. If nah. it's not, it will be. What was I talking about? Oh, so Bobby that? calls right. me. And I think it's the office. He's like, hey, is this Dave? And I'm like, yeah, who's this? Bobby Collins and blah, blah, blah goes, I figured, fuck, we don't really need to speak with the PR people. I'll just, you sound like some guy you used to grow up with in New York. So I just figured I'd call <laughs> See, you myself. show. I, can, I can't pull that off. If, if I could pull it
3: off, I can probably get people to call my show. <laughs> but I, nobody will call because they're like, who, are you collecting money? <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I spoke to him a couple times. He's a really nice guy. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And we're giving away tickets to the show. Nice. So, you know, for the first callers, if you want to call on in, it's 727-493-2055. You're going to get two tickets, and you can pick your spot. You can go to the Jacksonville Show, which is going to be at the Times Union Center. For the performing arts, Chris. I thought you were a professional. Why are you knocking <laughs> shit in? What is are you a, drinking? I thought that was coffee. How are you fucking shit it's up? It's a
3: cold coffee mixture of other things. It, I <laughs> I got a depth perception problem here, and I hit the back of the thing. I'm not used to. I'm usually over there. I'm not used to this. I'm all. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: I, I, Stop I, wrecking my it, show. Anyways, this do you I do. come to the double special show <laughs> and, and knock stuff over? No. And, and if and you stuff? did, I
3: would totally do what you're doing right now. Totally, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So this is what
0: you do. You just show up on other people's shows and sit in different chairs, just so you. <laughs> Get a feel for everything That's what I do Totally out of my element here So
2: he's going to be at Now that's on the first Where he's going to be In In Jacksonville Jacksonville. And on the second He's going to be here At the Mahaffey Theater Which is a great theater Oh yeah And you know If you guys want some tickets Feel free to call on in I want tickets.
3: I'll, I'll call it. I'll leave and call out. Yeah, there you, you go. Go inside and call. Your out. phone's on silent, right? Yeah, yeah. that's vibrating. too much work. work. I'm just going to call you... from right here.
2: You telling me the great Chris Gorgeous doesn't have a gig book for this Saturday night?
3: No, 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 no. What's this Saturday night? No, I'm. Uh, I'll be home with my family.
2: Or you'll be, maybe you'll be at the Bobby Collins Show at the Mahaffey Theater.
3: If I can get outside and make the damn call, yes, maybe I will. <laughs>
2: well, maybe if no one calls in, I'll just give you the ticket.
3: All right, there we go. It
2: depends if you that stop fucking shit up.
3: I want, I want people to call. I, please call. The number again. What is the number again? It's 727-493-2055. Call. Take the tickets for me. Yeah. Don't make me go to the show.
2: <laughs> so, Griggy, what have you been up to lately, man?
0: Um, Let's see. It was at Coconuts the other day uh, with Steve Eric. That was pretty awesome. hmm um. Yeah it was crazy We did two shows All at like the last second Or something like that What yeah. do we get a phone call
3: No that's okay yeah. Keep talking Go ahead no, it's okay. Don't mind me Go ahead I see what? Griggy I calling in From his phone call Let's call. patch it through Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead
2: Griggy Go ahead Griggy Did you want to try To win some tickets uh, hello. hello Hi
3: I, I am a, a random, random person. person Who are you Oh, that sounds like a really yeah, bad that's joke. That's horrible. You're oh, well. done
2: with that joke. Don't screw up my show. What joke? I was Sorry. having a flashback. Don't yeah. keep just going. Saying, did I win the tickets? No. You didn't win <laughs> nothing, bro. <laughs> <But> no, no, <laughs> I might kick you out of the show for that. Wow. You messed yeah, up the no, sound. No, There's no. echoing. He's
3: very touchy tonight. Oh, it's man. I know.
2: I'm in a mood. I feel like you are in a mood. I'm, I'm going
3: like to like
2: bark? bark? You're going to bark? Arr, right, right, right. That's a growl. That's Can you mind. go
0: do that outside? It's my show. Why don't you fucking leave? while I bark saying, and in the audience? You know, yeah, go
3: outside and win some tickets for me if you yeah. <laughs> 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 I guess technically I want to see Bobby Collins <laughs>
2: Yeah So what else has been going on Chris What have you been up to You just ke- uh, You're fresh off The bowling alley gig
3: The bowling alley gig It was funny I did a show last week And they, he, the question was uh, What is the worst gig You've ever done and I said Well I think it's going to be Friday night I think the bowling alley is, I think it's coming up You can be actually Part of that uh-huh. show No but here's the thing though I had It's fun doing rooms like that Right <clears throat> And it really shows Your character as far as uh, Whether you can handle it or not You know what I mean mm-hmm. I think it's easy To do a big room Room, lots of people. They're on the good mood. They don't really, you know, uh, when you do small things with small rooms, you're under the microscope. There, you really need to be solid. Otherwise, yeah. it's very awkward. You know, it turns into like you basically breaking into somebody's house and trying to entertain them. Or like, listen, dude, we were playing Yahtzee. Uh, why are you talking? You know. So uh, it was fun. And other than color that,
2: wise, I hope nobody else paints their house in Barney purple. Barney
3: purple. What is? I'm sure there was like a pizza room or some sort of a kids. What? I don't even know what that was. <laughs> But I want to thank you for coming out and laughing, and Maureen Sullivan also. From Who said uh, I left? I I, well, I thought it was a smile. <laughs> you could have had gas. You're a big fellow. I don't know. Uh, what,
2: little skinny people don't fart? They don't have gas?
3: <laughs> Listen, my wife farted last night. Holy crap, dude. I think she's been holding <laughs> it for like two years, man. It was really oh, bad. Oh, man. Yeah. And we were babysitting an 11-year-old uh, family member, and I had to apo- I would, like apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry. She had bratwurst. It's like, you know. Over oh, over. she did it in front of everybody? In the car on the way home, yeah. Laughed oh. hysterically. <clears throat> All, she's laughing. I'm like, could you please roll down the window? And she won't roll down. I'm like, I, it's, I'm sure it's funny. I'm not laughing right now. I'm choking. So if you could just please roll down. Because I've got mine down and it's not helping. So if you could roll yours down. <laughs> Do you have that problem? I mean, you're, are you single? Do you have a family that you travel with or uh, you're in a car with where you have to? No. But, but, so you I, can let it rip if you want. I
2: let it rip. But I appreciate He's let the rip rip like window down. Because I don't here. really want to smell my ass gas myself.
3: Well, a little bit though, don't you? Well, I gotta get it as it goes out the window. Let's but be I honest, as humans, I've never—I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but I think as humans, we kind of like the smell of our own farts, don't we?
0: I kind of find it hard to believe that you've never said that out loud. I have I'm not pretty ever. Sure that's true. That's uh, not true. But, <laughs> no, but, by I'm the, ser- but really, yeah.
3: it doesn't bother you so much, does it, Gwai? Your own fart. I mean, you know it's foul, if but I'm, you're like, yeah. oh, that's pretty good. I can go everybody likes
2: their own brand.
3: Right, 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 right. But when somebody else, listen,
2: I can appreciate how. Stinky my farts are based on the shit I shovel in my mullet or in well, my gullet.
3: Your gullet, your mullet. Like
2: I know what I know <laughs> yeah. what it's gonna smell like. I'm more worried about what it's gonna That's sound like, like or what it's gonna you splash there, like. You know?
3: What do more, you eat? Do you not eat healthy? I, Dave, you're talking to a three
2: hundred and fifty pound plus guy. Yeah,
3: but you can do that with vegetables. A lot and a lot of vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> What am yeah. I, an elephant? I don't know. He, yeah, Do he, with vegetables, he ate the public's yeah. produce department for lunch today. Yeah. yeah,
2: when's the last time you saw an oversized <laughs> fucking vegetarian? He
3: sells out the lettuce aisle. It's like all the heads of <laughs> lettuce are gone. Davey Frank just came through here. He was making a salad. Yeah, you yeah. feed like a big tortoise turtle. A thing, a,
2: a head, a head and a half of lettuce.
3: What's your favorite food? If you had to pick one food that you're fit? why am I interviewing you? Just tell me one individual <laughs> food or a style of Just, food. Just uh, one individu- one individual food that you crave probably more than anything else. <clears throat> it's gonna be like rubber.
2: pussy. I mean, uh,
3: no food, food. Come on, man. I love sustaining. I mean, not emotionally, there's nutritional value in that. And ironically, I sustaining. I want to um, know. Like for me, it's a Philly cheesesteak. I love I, the Philly cheesesteak. I, I really crave,
2: lately, see? lately. it's been... Uh, oh, he's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That'd be great, because in nine months, this fucking belly would be gone. Right. But uh cheesesteak, like, they won't really, be gone. Like, no. It doesn't work that way. They'll just if be I was two pregnant, of you. <laughs> you fucking bastard. Did I
0: invite... I actually invited you here. On purpose, for some reason. I don't know how that happened. Dave gets
3: pregnant, These cell divides. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: No, but I like super, super hot and spicy food. So, so like, lately, Mexican? like you know? No, I have a, an Asian restaurant around the corner. Oh, you like the Thai? The people next to the copper mug. China 99? China 99? Right next to the copper like, mug. They
3: can't be good, dude. China <laughs> I, what I order
2: isn't 90 cents. That's just the fucking name of the joint. Listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come to China 99.
0: Everything under 99 cents. <laughs> kill you in no. 99 minutes.
3: <laughs>
2: but I like Singapore chow mein Fun, and it's a, it's a it's yeah. a it's a lighter noodle dish. But I have them make it with extra. What
3: do he say? It's a lighter, lighter noodle, noodle dish. <laughs> well,
2: it's made out of rice noodle as opposed to a bread noodle. Okay, fair so enough. So that's fair. what I mean by that. Okay, but I have them really amping up with a lot of extra chili oil and jalapenos. Jeez, and...
3: Doesn't that hurt you though somewhere no. along the line yeah. along well, the track on
2: my tongue a little bit? No, no, it. but
3: I mean later. Because listen, I, well, I sometimes imagine. there's a splash in the toilet, but I don't care. Not a splash. I'm talking about pain and burning. No, never. Really. Dude I, eat, I eat, dude, I
2: normally eat like one habanero a day. For what? Why would you do that? Because it's like, it's like a rush. I like the endorphin rush of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what the
0: hell,
2: man? Just like...
3: I like to give myself a, 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 an anaphylactic reaction funny. once a day. I almost really wrote... know that I'm alive. Yeah. You know, I wish I would
2: have known the show was going to go down here. Because a friend of mine, my old boss, she's growing some hot peppers. And yeah. she's like, Dave, stop by the house on your way to the show and grab some hot peppers. And I had one the other day. It's pretty hot, but I could just eat it. It's like. It's a yeah. lot hot. It's like a serrano pepper, so it's okay. like two times the heat of a hob- of a jalapeno.
3: Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Right,
2: but she, you know, I went there, I ate one, whatever, and I left. She took one little bite and had to drink like two liters of water. to water. like put out the fire. Any pepper person knows <laughs> it's
3: milk and bread.
2: That's you right. Yeah. Do, we'll do water. That's but for wasteful. me, like lately, me and this other guy at work, we've been uh, we've been using this ghost chili pepper.
3: The ghost chili. I've heard of the ghost chili pepper. We've been doing... uh, Because it turns you into into a goddamn ghost. ghost. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I look ghostly. Uh, No, your soul's gone. You know that, right? I didn't know
2: I I had a soul before I ate the pepper. And your colon, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Took the soul of your colon, basically. I am am (laughs) not a ginger. Gingers have no souls. Really? That's what they tell me. Because of peppers? I don't (laughs) care why. (laughs) All right. No, but... um,
3: No, no. I love hot and spicy, man. I like it to burn... You said no on the Mexican though. Some I mean, stuff is no, no, no. I like hot. Oh,
2: spi- I like Mexican, anything. So any
3: cuisine, hot and spicy. The
2: hotter and spicier, the better.
3: A Polynesian the, dish. I make
2: off. my own like uh, salsas. What?
0: Do you, you need a flamethrower or something like that? Just pop that sucker going on. Just well, I think a habanero
2: is about the equivalent of a flamethrower. Nice.
3: I don't know, dude. I know I was in uh, Faneuil Hall in Boston, and they had a little like a, um, a kiosk there and it was a pepper kiosk and I went in there and this woman pepper. gave me a I swear to God have you ever been to Fanny Hall? It's no. like a big open air market but they, okay. have, they have Crate and Barrel there and cool. other normal stores so normal stores but then they have little kiosks like in the mall little like portable vendors if you will yeah. uh, and this woman had this woman had gave me a cube a little teeny dice of a thing my mouth burned for like 45 minutes man I don't know what that <laughs> pepper was and she had bread and milk there ready to go and it almost killed yeah. me it literally almost killed me
2: Sorry about your damn luck. Well, we are ready to go. We got Bobby Collins ready to call or ready to come on in. So bring him on in. Hey, Bobby, how you doing? Is that Dave? It's Fat Davy. It's Dave. How's it going, man?
4: <laughs> I'm doing good. Happy Memorial Day.
2: Same to you, sir. Thank you for taking some time out. I know you got some family over, so I really appreciate that.
4: Oh, that's all right. That's why I'll, you always want to leave family. <laughs> <laughs> are you out of
3: your mine
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i did pry away some good friends of mine i got chris gorgeous in the studio and gwiggy.
3: Hi, chris. Hey, doing, Bob?
2: and i got a weird guy he goes by gwiggy i don't even know what his real name is
3: gwiggy. Yeah. Gwiggy.
2: get gwiggy, doing, gwiggy with it first worked work
4: down in raleigh uh, not raleigh uh south
0: carolina did we no oh, i haven't my. been to south carolina i'm sorry yeah. Oh. I'd love to if you want me. I'll yeah. come down to South Carolina work with <laughs> you anytime. You need an opening act for
2: one of your weekends down here. You let them know.
0: Yeah,
4: you know it's funny. I just picked somebody up for uh, Jacksonville.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Well, who's going to be opening for you in Jacksonville?
4: I don't know the kids. So <laughs> <laughs> <You know, laughs> come on, I, all right. I used hey. to get calls. Hey Bobby, would you open? I used to call. I get calls from uh, and uh, open for uh, Colin. And I used to think that was cool.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I didn't know it was just at random. Anybody could call Bobby Collins Collins and say, hey, when you're in town, can I open for you? Here I am. I'm calling to have him on my show. I should be calling him and saying, hey, Bobby, when can I come on your show? There you go. Matter of fact,
4: I'm at the uh, Count Basie in three weeks, two weeks, and I need an opening act there. Ah. There you
0: go. I got you. No problem. Where's that? There you go. (laughs) Count
4: Basie Theater in New Jersey. It's in Deal, New Jersey. Great right. theater. Oh, nice. And so if you're
2: a comedian listening, give Bobby's office a call. Check out his now website. Now, wait a
4: minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all carny people. We're circus
2: folk, but please. So who's opening up for you when you're here in St. Pete? Is it going to be Fat Davey? Who's opening for you?
4: No, it's the same guy. I call up. There's a, uh, there's a guy that books about 22 clubs, I think 42. His name is Hefron. You guys know him?
3: Yeah, he's a zone Hef. the comedy zone. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he owns a bunch of the comedy zones and he right. books about twenty five, forty clubs. And I've known Hu Hef for years. So uh every time I uh, need somebody that's if I'm in an area that I don't know very well, I'll give him a shout and he always recommends someone that's, you know, classy and and really good. he's, he's impeccable when it comes about comedy. So I called him up. And he gave me some uh, guy's name, and I just—and it's—it's bad of me not to remember. It's just that I'm home for this weekend, and it's—I don't have my papers in front of me. But, but they say he's really a good guy, and, and I still <laughs> da- Danny something.
2: Well, him. I'm I'm going to be at the show, so I'll let you know afterwards if he how good yeah, he did
4: right. If not, I, he's not coming with me to St. Petersburg. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> if he's now I'm looking forward to it. If, if he's forever. crappy and if he's crappy in Jacksonville we got Dave Frank and Chris Gorgeous that will come out for you. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Gwiggy. Gwiggy. <laughs> I'll be there. you got to come go. up with a last name if you want to be on stage. He does definitely. have a standing
3: up. Well,
0: you know. Oh, yeah, it's
2: Gwiggy standing up, but yet his ass is sitting down. Always. So, so. Yeah. so Bobby, what's going on out in California? I know you're coming out here. You're basically you're on a tour for this whole year. You're work, pretty much working almost every weekend, right?
4: Yeah, I do that. I, I enjoy it. It's good for my head. Matter <laughs> of fact, this weekend I was off. But I'm trying to work this new uh, bit in, so I ran down to the Hermosa Comedy and Magic Club. They're really good to me. Anytime I pop in, they. Bobby, would you like to go on? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'll do like just eight, ten, fifteen minutes, just to work on this one bit. And it worked pretty good the other night. So I felt, you know, that's when, as a comedian, you guys will know, mm-hmm. it just made you feel great.
3: So now I'm ready to go do my hour and a half show.
1: Nice. Yeah, You
2: got your new fresh 15 minutes, and we're good to go.
3: I did that the other night, and it did not yeah. go well. I was like, damn it. That, that, that bit, I couldn't, I don't know, for some reason. Which one? At the bowling alley? Yeah, yeah, at the bowling alley.
2: <laughs> we were. T- <laughs> <laughs> we might as well let you know. Chris Gorge is a, is a great comedian, and he's gone everywhere. But there's a new room, and a friend of ours has opened it up. And he, I want to almost say donated some of his time. He's a good guy. Yeah, well, well, you're a good Where guy. Is but- it?
3: It's, a, it's in Largo. It's a bowling alley. and You know, it's funny. I, you've been in the business for years. I remember you from VH1 stand-up spotlight way back in the day. Right. I'm 46 years old. I never made the leap to go national. I just stayed regional, and I have a day job. So I never – Where's Largo? You know, uh, Largo, Florida. I'm in Florida. Largo, Florida. La- oh,
4: you're a Florida guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh,
3: okay. Started in Mystic, Connecticut uh, with Brad Axelrod at the uh, Mystic, Connecticut – what is it? That oh, item? I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 the name – it's funny. I only met him a couple times, but whenever I say the name, they're like, Whoa, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But anyway, I, well, it's just you know,
4: in our business. Go ahead.
3: I'm sorry. No, I, no,
2: no. You go, Bobby. Tell the story about. Go ahead.
4: No, because in our days, there there were guys coming up, and you know, I mean, I'd ask advice. Uh, the guys I asked advice for or helped me were, you know, uh, Freddie Prenz and sure. uh, David Brenner.
3: Right, you know, right. I'd see them nice. hanging
4: out at the clubs, and I'd, you know, I was like a sponge. I would ask
3: them shit like, you Were know, they? Were they cool to you when you asked them that stuff, though? I mean, Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. See, I'll tell you. You, what,
3: know, it, what, what, you know, the ones that aren't cool to you, they'll
4: cap themselves, you know, because right. if anyone is not good to another – I mean, if somebody – if I came off like a dick, I wouldn't have been cool with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. I think <laughs> but so. But if you're a good guy and you're really – this is our profession, this is our livelihood, this is something that I think – for all of us as comedians, it's pretty special to be called, one, a comedian, to make our living by it, right. and we have an obligation, I consider, you know, and I, I think you guys would feel the same way, to not only entertain, but to educate, I right. mean, because look what's going on in the country, <laughs> but if it ain't funny, you know, <laughs> people just seem to take a lot better when it's funny. They yeah. just seem to swallow it better, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: And there's, you I did a gig is...
4: the other night. Uh, in Las Vegas, a private gig. They flew me out on a private plane from here in Los Angeles. It's only a 45-minute flight. <laughs> but it was at the Wynn Hotel, and it was for a private party, 200 men. And I know a couple of guys that have done this before. And for some reason, they had called me, me and Nora Jones, the singer.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
4: And they asked us uh, to do it, and the money was great. And I got there. And it's for 200 guys, it's almost like a stag party, 200 <laughs> guys, and they do it every year, once a year. And they have to have a minimum income a year of $25 million. <laughs> So if you're talking about people that, between us, is way over. I mean, I, come on. Yeah. You know? And if it's a minimum of 25, these are the people. These are the owners. These are the guys that have the politicians in their pockets. These are the guys... So there's two things I've learned. One, it confirmed to me, yes, in fact, because I even heard one guy saying, ah, oh, that prick Rick Perry called us the other day. <laughs> you know he only wants money. And I was laughing because I'm going, good, because I always knew it's like this. It's not the bullshit part. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> yeah. You're on the Internet. Yeah, it's not the bullshit politician. You know, I came from New York. The government can't hand out cheese, right? So, so my attitude has always been, no. These are guys. These are the guys that are told what to do, and the money comes behind them. You know, but they're not the guys. They're just the players outside. Right. And uh, so this confirmed that to me. One, and the second thing I learned was was a very valuable lesson, and it took a lot of pressure off me, guys. Was that it's. It's not the money that makes you rich. Right. And remember, we always heard that up, parents. It's not what's in your pocket. It's what's in your heart. It's fucking true. (laughs) Because a lot of these guys were dickheads. (laughs) But they had the big money. I mean, they had security around this place like you wouldn't believe. And I asked them, I said, how much time do you want me to do? You know, the head lady, she said to me, can you give us 15, 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: sure. Can you and, spare it? Uh, Could you spare I, it?
4: And then they said, can we pay in cash? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> <off. laughs>
0: I almost dribbled. <laughs> hey, that if you go great. there next year, you need somebody to open for you, you can give me a call. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> totally. When you were
4: telling us about <laughs> what you said about Mystic, yeah. you know, coming up, there were just some real dickheads in our business that were so-called club owners or right. ran clubs and hotels and stuff, right. and there were some from Connecticut or one from Connecticut. There was one from Boston. There was one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there was definitely. a Florida guy. We all knew that, and you'd always say to yourself, to other comics or to yourself, oh, my God, when this guy died. Are they just going to put a dollar sign on his tombstone? <laughs> you know he didn't live life. He just, the almighty dollar was what he was all about, which was sad.
3: You know that. Uh, yeah, no, I've never been like that. I, uh, You know, I get a lot of grief. Uh, a lot of the n- u- newer comics that are coming, young guys, they're all about getting the television deal, going out to L.A., getting the deal, getting the deal. And I, I get that. But there are some of us that really enjoy doing comedy, and I'll do it wherever it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did a bowling alley. I didn't make that much money. But I have another job. So, And, I, and I, right. I'm I'm at the headliner place where i can do an hour and a half show but i'm never going to be on mtv or you know whatever you're you're obviously well, don't ever say that but you know what well, don't ever say but you know you're right about that too bobby it can happen but it can because because look at television sure. there's nobody that's
4: getting on television anymore you know right like look what happened with leno leno turned out to be such a prick he doesn't let <laughs> even his close friends on that he came up with <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah. that's sure. the big that's been the take on him for a long time. Look right, what yeah. he did to Conan. Not that I think Conan is any great shape. Right, right. If anything, he could lure you to sleep. You want him to bring, you in, bring him over to the house when the kids are, hey, come on, Conan, talk so my
3: kids can go to sleep. This <laughs> can put you in a coma. I've always been a Letterman guy myself. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like okay, Letterman. but,
4: you know, I mean, yeah. it's, these time they're guys, these are the guys that time has come and gone. Now. Sure,
2: right. Mm-hmm. And even Letterman, yeah. all those people you mentioned, we had uh, Tom Driesen on a few months back. And he yeah. talked about how, you know, back in the beginning days, everybody, when you're becoming, when you're coming up in comedy back then, it was, if you weren't a, if you weren't on Carson, you weren't a, right. you weren't a comedian. So right. on the Carson had made 60, 70 huge comedians. Cause if you, if you were there, right. you were launched, but right. there's only one or two people that have been launched by these other three or four by Letterman, well, and Leno, that, there's a reason for that because they want the highlight for the, all the light for themselves.
4: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Has Jay Leno ever had a substitute host?
2: No, no I, don't I don't think he has. Not. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Hello? And Tom, Tom Driesen was actually David Letterman's substitute when, uh, he, when he was out with Shingles. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Tom, Tom's a solid guy. Very Tom, nice call guy. Call it Chicago guy. Call it like you see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Very you know, nice that's guy. That's what
4: makes him, for whatever he's doing, that's why he's still around. Yep. There's a reason why I'm doing comedy for 32 years. You know, there's a reason why we've made good livings and traveled, and you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, not a lot, but there are guys out there like, yeah. I used to say to George Carlin, just to answer what you said before, I used to say to Carlin when I'd open farms sometimes, and we'd go at it, because we're New York guys, we could fuck you, fuck Yeah, you. right. <laughs> and then we'd go out on the state. He, Bobby, watch my show. Anything that you might see that you can imp- improvise on or help me with? Yeah, that's how comics are. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I remember uh, uh, I said to him one night. I said, "He goes, Bobby, you're doing good. Every theaters, a lot of you're working all theaters now." I go, "Yeah, but I'm still filling in with those comedy clubs." And I go, "Oh my God, it's like putting a needle in your eye." <laughs> you know, because I saw the writing on the wall that was happening on comedy clubs. Sure. There's
3: a, there's a little bit of research in now, a little bit. I mean, it's trying to come back up, but it's – I don't know.
4: Well, it will. It will. You know, people will always – look, You're, we're in a profession. People need to laugh. I mean, people need in our country to laugh, and it's been around – remember, when the economy's bad – I might get in trouble for saying this, but when the economy's bad, I do good. And when the <laughs> right. economy's good, I do good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is awesome. And it's true. bad, uh,
4: all the local comedy clubs, all the clubs around the country, they put Groupon. They do all this living society or what all these names, things are. So they're getting something on the dollar. But what they want to do is have asses in the seats for the drinks and the liquor. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so they can make money. But I'm old school. My attitude is if you give them a quality performer, they'll always come back. I've always said that, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I've always said that. You're
3: right. It's got to be – the product's got to be there. Otherwise, forget it. Oh,
4: the cream rises to the top. Mm -hmm. Shit floats for a while, then it sinks. (laughs) 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 You know, you see that with comics that you've seen come – I've seen comics jump way ahead of me coming up, and I was like – inside, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to begrudge him because for whatever he's doing – And for whatever he got, good for him. But, Jesus, I I don't understand what the public likes. I don't see him that funny. Or he doesn't make me laugh. And I didn't want to be the one to judge. You know what I mean? Right. But then you'd see him come down real quick. And you went, there is
1: justice. There is justice. (laughs)
4: So, and it is. So don't ever say that, oh, you know, I got a day job and, sure. you know, I do this, like that. Remember, you're a person first. What we do, our choices of what we do, comic, uh, Bill Bridges, a dentist, that, you know, that's what we do for a living, to support ourselves. But, and comedy is no separate way. You know, it's, it's what we do. It's our choice. Right. I, you know, was it harder in doing it? People think that. Oh, my God, you get up on the stage and you make people laugh. I went to a wedding last night, and my wife, one of her clients, uh, my wife's a Pilates instructor, but the lady that she works out is a, a Pulitzer uh, Prize winner. Mm. And uh, her daughter was getting married, and she's a rabbi. And I'm like, oh, Jill, we're getting Jewy here. You know? <laughs> and she, was, she goes, Bob, you've got to come once in a while to things for me. I, so I went. I mean, two or three people came over to me. And they go, you know, you you look just like this comedian. <laughs> like, oh, I hope he's good looking because uh, thank you. But no, not me because I don't want I don't want to. <sighs> You know, it's not the circus tent.
2: <laughs> so let me ask you a question, Bobby. Let, yeah. Let's get one or two questions in. But, hey, what is some of your, like, is there a worst, uh, a road story or a nightmare gig that you had, you know, What's out there, man? Tell us or, or a comedian that you had a bad experience traveling with. What's going on out there?
1: No,
4: you know, I've always held comics up. I do, and here I was telling you, I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, and, and that's not right to me. I, I that's I usually would not do that, but I wasn't prepared for you to say anybody. Right. Who you're working with? But, but. Um, no, comics I have a lot of respect for, and most of them know that. That would come near me, and they'd say, Hey, Bob, could you watch my set and give an idea? I go, If you're asking me to watch, then I'm going to give you my take. Right. You know, be open to it, because you're asking me. You know, and they go, No, that's what I want. But one or two of them will always... Well, well wait a minute. And, you know, I was told, Don't be told. You know, listen to, don't listen to other comics. All listen right. to your heart. Listen to someone that can... You know, growth means change. Change doesn't always mean growth. When you change your material, you grow. When you change yourself as a human being, you grow. Growth means change. Just because you cut your hair a different way doesn't mean that you changed from the inside.
2: Right. That's
4: good good advice. One of the hardest, (laughs) and people have asked me this over the years, I was working at Catch a Rising Star. It was a comedy club in New York City. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't working there long. And Bill Maher was the MC, And nice. we didn't get along because I would, they, they asked me to be an MC. the owner, Rick Newman. And here I'm a fresh kid, and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, they've been <laughs> doing it for years. And uh, Bill didn't like me because I'd go up and do a few minutes. And he'd say to me, hey, Bobby, I mean, we're friends. We've known each other for years. But he'd go, hey, Bobby, just, just bring the next act up that's when we had a piano player, you know, piano player would be on a stage and he'd play the person up and off. And, uh, and, uh, I'd say, well, what's the use of me being an MC? If he asked me to, if I can't work my material, you know? So I would do four or five minutes each time. So by the end of the night, if I had 10 comics, you know, I had a good 20 minutes that I was working. Right. And, uh, one night one night, one of the worst nights I've ever had, and I, people tell us Cher came walking in. And I didn't know it. And I was up there doing one of my sets, which was actually my 15-minute set. And the audience, thank God, I had them. And the next thing you know, a guy came over to me, a man came over to me, handed me his card. He goes, who's your agent? I go, I don't have an agent. He says, well, get one. as quick because we want you to open for Cher. And he handed me a, a card. And he says, have him call me tomorrow. And there's always agents around that are like, you know, you should be working on this. You know, the agents.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So I called one of them up. It was the biggest one that I could, that was, that had, you know, come into my life. And he said, who gave you that card? I go, this guy's such, and he goes, you know who that is? That's shares manager. He goes, Bobby, can I rep you on this if this thing works out? <laughs> no,
1: got right. Real quick, i an agent,
4: you know. Sure. And, and what, what rock did you come from under? <laughs> See what I meant? But I, before when I said you're a comic, you're a person first. What you've chosen to do is a comic. You're not going to let somebody step on you, whether it's in a bowling alley or in a big theater. Yeah. So next thing you know, I, uh, I got the job in 88 City Tour and wow. it was for like a million dollars. Nice.
1: wow, nice.
4: I know, and I was like, oh, whatever she doesn't like. But the first gig we did was on Long Island. I came from New York City. Uh, So for me to do Long Island, this was... uh, and I kicked ass.
1: Right oh on.
4: my! God. I was running around feeling good. <laughs> I was like, "Ouch! This is 88 cities. I've never played to a place this big. I'm used to those stupid comedy clubs." Hey pal, get your foot off the stage. What are you, <laughs> show <on> <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs>
4: hey sweetie, what are your breasts hanging? Why don't you take one out? Let it see the show. <laughs> you know those? You know how yeah. we do it? Yeah. So now I'm working like 32. You know, <laughs> what was it? About ten thousand people. Wow. The next gig was in. Where's the uh, ESPN in Connecticut?
0: Mm.
4: What's it called in Connecticut? What's it, Harry? Hartford? No, no, uh, shit! Outdoor concert, thirty-two thousand people. Shares the main performer. Nice. Unbeknownst to us, that they were there from ten in the morning, drinking and having fun. It was an outdoor oh, thing. They had oh wives, God. kids, families, coats, drinking. And now the, the show comedian. It's o'clock at night. Share's <laughs> afraid of buses. Oh. I mean, of planes. We take a bus. We take the wrong turn. We get there by nine. Oh. We got to start the show quick, ladies and gentlemen. Now they're all by the stage. It's getting a little windy. Please welcome. They're welcome. They're ready for share. Comedian Bobby Collins. <laughs> the booze was <laughs> so strong it blew my hair back. <laughs> They were hanging out in trees. You could see people up in trees. Oh, my God. After two minutes, I looked at them after their booze. I said, I got to be up here. Like it or not, I got to be up here for a half an hour. Why don't we make the most of it? Did they settle down? Yeah, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. A little. When I finished my set, I went to the side of the stage. My then-girlfriend, which is now my wife of 22 years, I said to her. She goes, "How was it?" Was last, the night before, I was telling her how great it was. I said, "Not only are my armpits wet, but the sides of my underwear on each side are wet. I tripped so bad from my armpit that my underwear were wet." Oh my God! She goes, "Oh, honey, it'll get better. Don't it's better. I'm ready to hang myself." And when the people you're working for, they don't think nothing of it. You got the job for 88 City, but this is the second gig, and one guy walks by and goes, "Yeah, a little tough out there for you, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I dropped my pants. My underwear just slid down.
3: That's funny. So that was one of my worries. Oh, man. That's yeah. That the, the, I think the bowling alley for me was close to it. Although I did show up at one club and they had a casino night. Uh, and when I walked in, they had roulette tables and everything going. And, you know, I was hired to headline there, uh, and the guy pulled me over to a DJ booth like it was in the middle of this club with plexiglass around it and handed me the mic, which was attached to the bendy stand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like that bendy thing that went down. It, wasn't even, it was completely attached to the sound equipment and said, okay, we're going to start in five minutes. I was like, hey, dude, seriously, have you ever seen a stand-up show? Because I don't think I could do – Stand up from behind the plexiglass booth here in the middle of the theater. and I
4: don't want to take a bullet. So right, it was
3: horrible, and I, you know, so it was. Uh, I, I know where you're from. Never to that many people. I did get, I did get chappelle off the stage. We over for Dave Chappelle, and they did not want to hear us at all. They were like, "Get the hell right, out of here!" Right, right, yeah. But went.
4: remember when I started? You know, they were still thinking Bob Hope was going to come out <laughs> <laughs> with a flower that was like squirting. <laughs> That's how they knew comics, you know, Then it was changing with Richard Pryor and, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Carlin and all those guys. They were our predecessors. Otherwise,
3: they're they're still looking at those
4: Catskill comics. Hey, two Jews walk into a bar. They bought it. (laughs) uh,
1: Boom.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's changing again. A lot of the younger comments are going more towards the mm-hmm. uh, the material written stuff. I've always been an improvisational sort of audience interaction comedian, yeah. uh, you know. And so, yeah, the, the newer school is you write everything down. It's got the it's got the Judy Carter, you know, set up, set up, punch, <laughs> the whole deal. Right, right, right.
4: I used to go down. My wife used to say, it and I just, like like the other night, she says, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm going to go down to Hermosa. I got to work this one bit out about same sex marriage." And she, she says to me, uh, she goes, where are you going? I go, I'm going to the Hermosa Club. And and she goes, oh, and I used to get a kick out of watching like four or five because it's, I don't know, on Saturday night, there's 10 comics for $20 or something that you advertise, and they were letting me on. So I was kind of excited to see some of these other comics. But i got to tell you, a lot of them don't give me the meat. I need the meat. You know, tell me about... Same-sex marriage. Tell me about... Yeah, they're all talking stupid shit <laughs> it's the dumbing of America. It's you turn on television, right. you know, it's the Kardashians, it's reality, it's you're fired. We were brought up... I was brought up on the streets in New York. You didn't put one person down. We all went down or we all went up, you know? Right. No one won and the other ones were losers. So this whole thing is such bullshit just to earn ratings, you know? And 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 it reflects in the audience. That's why I said educate them too. You know, let them know that uh, you know the guy uh, that's running for president and the other guy, Mitt Romney, is. You think the guy's wearing those Mormon underpants, which he's required (laughs) to wear? You know, know, which which people don't know about that. You got to let them know. You know.
2: Very true. Very true. So. Who are some, who's one, of, I know you've worked with everybody, who's Who's one of your favorite comedians that, you, that you've that you worked with out there?
4: Well, there's so many, there's so many that you wouldn't know, that, uh, God, Ed Bluestein. he was a guy coming up in New York, this guy used to just make, you know, but he was such a character for who he was, he'd look with these big bulging eyes, he'd look at the audience <laughs> And he'd say, you know, the funeral is the last place to get even with somebody you didn't like. <laughs> Just before they close the casket, go, Whoa, 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 I, I dropped my contact lens. You know, space shit. And I would be like, Oh, this guy's crazy. you know, things like that. There's, there's certain people you can pick out for different some people got famous for being in the right place at the right time, which is fine. You know, me, Eddie Murphy, uh, uh, Seinfeld, Drew, we all know each other. We all knew each other coming up, you know, uh, Howie Mandel. I never thought because I didn't get that fame that uh, they were better than me, uh, Chris Rock, if anything, they'll tell you, if you want to see someone perform, you've got to go see Bobby. You know what I mean? We, there's a mutual respect, you know, like right. you said to me, I remember when you hosted VH1 Stand-Up Spotlight. Yeah, yeah. But notice, there's no shows like that anymore.
1: Mm, no. Not you at know, all. It,
4: you know, if you're trying to get on Leno, I've seen guys get on Leno nowadays, and I'd say, hey, did that help you, any?" <laughs> uh, I, didn't get, I didn't even get a $50 raise at the next
2: club. <laughs> so then what good is it? Right. See what I mean?
3: That's true.
2: I guess. I guess for now, it just looks good on your resume. It looks good. The well, who's about reading it? it? It's like yeah. whoever looked at my uh, Your Facebook page. Uh,
0: diploma.
4: <laughs> yeah. I said to someone the other day, did anyone ever ask you to see a diploma? They went, no. I go, so we could be lying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it. Have you ever gone to a job where they said, we'd like to see a diploma?
3: No. No. <laughs> they, no. It's definitely on the honor system on the uh, yes. application. Right, right. Did you go? Yeah. Yes, Bobby, I where'd
4: went. Where did you go? Harvard? <laughs> <laughs> really? Nah, University of Buffalo. <laughs> what you do there? Smoke my body weight in pot.
2: <laughs> Man, if I smoked my body weight in pot, I think I'd be in a coma. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you can see my wife, she's like a Shetland pony. No. <laughs>
3: These are the guys and, and that I And a yoga remember,
2: instructor though. and a Shetland pony. <laughs> yeah, <right.
3: laughs> that is a vision. These are the guys that I remember, though. I, I sat on a Dave show and Bobby Slayton uh, called in, and I had an improv troupe here locally in Tampa for a while. We did the improv on a regular basis, yeah. and Bobby was in town and decided he wanted to come in because we had a large audience and just do some material before our show. And so Good I, luck. yeah, right. And so I, I, said to the guys, you know, that's Bobby Slayton. And they're like, and they were all young guys. I'm 46. They were much younger than me. And, and right. they were like, well, who's Bobby Slayton? I'm like, are you shitting me right now? That's Bobby Slayton, the pit bull of comedy. I and mean, this guy is right. a right. Gatlin gun, uh, you know. And I remember from back in the day as well. They didn't know him until they saw him, and then they're like, holy crap, you know. But mm-hmm. you, I remember you, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Slayton, all the any evening at the improv shows, which really right. showcased that <laughs> early 80s, you know, early 90s comedy. Right. All all these guys that are really solid comedians, really solid.
2: Right. uh, And I have been lucky, as you said, we're getting some good guests to come in. And I've actually been kind of blessed because every one of my shows, it's almost like another, it's like my own little personal comedy group or session. (laughs) It's so educational because I get so many different views, not only from the local guys that are here, like yourself, who have done 20 years locally, but... Yeah. yourself, Bobby, and you know, as I said, Tommy Dreesen and the other guys that have called in, I've just been so lucky and I've learned so much. So,
4: You know, I've always looked at it and, and my wife always says, and, and, you know, I'm not a dumb guy, but I've always looked at us as being, again, like I said, very special to be called a comedian. You know, look what we've chosen in our life to do. We've chosen, you know, I think we're blessed. I, I think, you know, like we make people laugh. You know, God likes that. He likes his children to laugh and make them laugh. And so when I see other guys who maybe have a lot more money than me or they own different companies and you look into them and you see, oh, you're missing the whole point of life, you know, (laughs) and you're going, oh, okay, I'm sorry you did this, you know, or. Look at that. The kid's on drugs, but there's a reason for
3: it. Or you're not seeing the bigger <laughs> picture here.
4: Oh, you want to come to one of my
3: shows. <laughs> I can clear all this up for you right now. There you, you know. go. You know how we are. We're sure.
4: coming. Yeah. What a blessing. Come on.
3: It's and You know, it's true. I bumped into a guy I'll never forget. I was uh, I, I, I live here locally I came back after years living in New England doing comedy coming back and he had seen one of my shows and when he he was a firefighter and he was in line at the supermarket he said hey I saw you at the improv you're a comedian and I said yeah we went to high school together I was like yeah I said what are you doing now well I'm a firefighter I said that's amazing dude you're a firefighter right. he goes yeah it's okay but you're a comedian you know he, <laughs> <laughs> he was so impressed and I thought wow that's incredible to me that he would totally negate what he does which is mm-hmm. in my opinion way more important yeah. I mean I guess it's in- some well, sense. In, in some sense yeah. in some sense you know in the physical sense i guess
4: right but don't remember it's a very honorable you know i thought i'd do it for one year <laughs> and then like get a real job yeah and well, the phone just kept ringing and nice. it's thank god it still's ringing right yeah. nice. and the economy's bad <laughs> <laughs> <Things are> good <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, that is great. But I
4: saw the writing on the wall with comedy clubs about 10 years ago. There was a place called the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I used to sell two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And it was good because coming, living in California, I have an apartment. We have a home in New York City. So, I, you know, to me, California is it's not that high up on Plain Mountain. You know, <laughs> and, and I like New York. It's electric. You know, you grew up there at your roots. Right. You know, here it's like
1: don't, do
4: <laughs> <laughs> And New York, it's like live quick, die quick, talk quick. Lost my keys. Can't find my car. Give me a gun. You know? it's like, hey, you're gonna be warm tomorrow, dude. Fuck you. you know. So, I, what was my point? Was I telling you? I forget. No, the, the, the influence right. of the comedy—it's important. Yes, it right. is important.
3: You're right. It is. it is
2: because you know I think people get impressed by the fact that, and they remember that you entertain them because it is special. Because even even though that your friend was a fireman, yeah. and he does that job every single day, just like you do comedy every right. day, so he feels about it the same way. But you're his release after right. a hard week of yeah. fighting fires and saving lives. He's laughing his ass off at the stupid shit you're doing, right? And right. that's you know a memorable thing and. Even though I'm only giving people five to seven minutes right now. <laughs> but I remember my point now. Ah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, bring it on home. Well, I was doing this club and I always did it for X amount of money and I thought that was good and I knew I was giving him a deal. He sat three eighty and I sold out three out of four and he had like two seventy six on the second show Friday night. So he's basically a sellout. And when I went to get paid, and I do it once a year, once every year and a half, and it gave me an opportunity to be in New York where I can drive one hour, rent a car, drive one hour down the highway to New Brunswick. And then one day he came over to me and he said, uh, I, said to, I was about to ask him for a couple of thousand dollars more pay next time because I see, look, he's got 380 you know, he's got $20, uh, two drink minimum, plus he's got good food. Guy's making about fifty five thousand a weekend and I'm there, and I know what he's paying me, so I'm going I'm going to ask him for two more. Again, it's my business. It's our business. You've got right. to conduct business, right? So he calls me in the back and he said, "I said, "All right, how about next year?" He goes, "What weekend do you want, Bob? And I told him, and he said, "You know what?" I'm going to have to cut you down and pay. Oh. I said, why? <laughs> oh, man. He said, well, we didn't really sell out, and I haven't been doing as well. The economy is getting a little bad. And I went, wait a minute. I put asses in seats. I go, if some other guy doesn't, I'm not paying for him. You remember, right. it's a business. And he said, well, I could either do you this, and it was almost $4,000 less than what I was getting. Jeez. And I wow. went like this to him. I was about to ask you for $2,000 more. <laughs> so when he said that, I said, he said, well, can you help me out? I said, I'm sorry. No, I can't. I said, and this is my price now with the $2,000 more. And I haven't gone back in four years. And wow. that, uh, excuse me, seven years. Wow. And, as re- and he's called twice. And uh, the point was... Uh, I, that caused, that was the impetus for me to move into theaters. And I rented about eight theaters with my own money. And I said, I've got to go this direction. And thank God I did because now I do about 35, 40 theaters a year on my own. And now I'm part of their program. Right. And before I was renting them.
2: Hmm. Now you, you talk know, about again, growth hmm. means change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You talk about the growth and changing from you know the comedy clubs to the theaters, and I know we just talked. We were talking before, and you brought up Judy Carter, uh, yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. Judy Carter called in. I think two weeks ago she was on the show, and she was talking about how she would like to see more of the younger comics start to embrace the. Uh, the corporate comedy. Are you doing any of the corporate comedy yourself? I know you said you just went out for a I, private I show. I do
4: about. I do. If I get ten, that slowed down for a while. Okay. But I do about ten of those, and, and those once are... in a while it's an MC gig, which I don't mind. But you just got to hang out there a little longer. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. But no, no problem. Matter of fact, uh, that's what I looked. That one gig with the real rich guys. I looked at that as a corporate gig. You know. Right. Yeah, I do some banks and this and that. All you got to do is be like cruise ship material, you know. To you, it might be corny. Sometimes that's when I consider it just the job, because right. I know they're paying me say a lot of money for uh, just to do an hour, you know, forty-five minutes. How about when they're running late and they go, "Can you only give us twenty? <laughs> I go, "Am I going to get the same amount of money?"
2: <laughs> there you go.
4: Yeah, and, yeah, I like those. They slowed up quite a bit with the economy because. The big companies got afraid to bring in people because, uh, you know, the country was afraid of that. Look, the poor people were looking at how could you spend that much money? and You know, and, that, that,
2: that. and I guess it makes sense because you got to—it's a business, and you got to be diversified. Because I remember even a few months, a few months ago, we had Tom Ryan on, and he had uh, started really concentrating on just doing the corporate gigs. And when it slowed down, he oh, didn't yeah, have yeah. all the other things to fall back on. So to have that good mix constantly going. Oh, oh do he, it all. I do to yeah, this thing. And day. he's back up Royal- and doing great again, but, you know, you yeah. get a little little jugger knocker at you there, and it can affect anybody.
4: Well, it'll give you a good kick in the pants to open your eyes up because every yeah. year, once a year, I still do a cruise ship. And I bring my family, and I get four first-class tickets, and they treat us like a king. Nice. But it's always good, humble, humility, yeah. go do a cruise ship. I mean, first of all,
3: it's material. You
4: see what some of these people look like? The people not have mirrors in their homes anymore?
3: <laughs> Holy shit. That's so why they go out on the ocean so nobody else can see them. They're like, look, we're secluded out here. It's just a group of us mirrorless I people. Know. I look at the people on shore when I perform, and I said, do you know there's ships off our shores just waiting
4: for the signal, and they're going to come on land, and they're going to eat us?
2: Man. <laughs> Guys, I gotta run. I was about to say we Mm -hmm. just—I was just about to say we kept you a little bit longer than normal. That's
4: all right. You guys were great. I love talking with other comics, and it's just great to pass the shit. tell the stories and we all learn from each other and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Again, yes. it went like that. I thought I was on the phone for five minutes.
2: Now you're like 40, 45 in. I appreciate it. Yeah. Right on. Listen, got, I'm going to hey see guys, you. guys, the-
4: a pleasure and I look forward. Now you got me wanting to remember that guy's name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you Take call. Care, guys, Have a good you. night. We'll thank see you, you this weekend. We
3: got it. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. So awesome. we do
2: got about five minutes left in the show. And again, we, we, we are still open, so... If you guys want to call in, it might have been hard to get in while we had Bobby on the line, but if you want to call in at 727-493-2055, we're happy to take those calls and get you out some of those tickets, again, for the Jacksonville show and the St. Pete show, where I know I'm going to be, and at the rate it's going, Chris, gorgeous, May I may let you go, man, because I, I have a...
3: And down the beach?
2: Uh, in St. Pete, going to be, be a in St. Happy I'm sorry, I
3: was thinking about the guests, I was thinking about the two guests that I <laughs> have been a part of already, like people that in my past, when I first started in comedy, you had, uh, Slayton and Collins. And so next, you you got to get Bob Nelson here. Have you ever talked? You know who Bob Nelson is? Yeah.
2: So he was the guy that threw the the, ha- the handkerchief Right he did the babushka yeah. bit, yeah. right?
3: But uh, so much more and so talented. Now he's like on some weird like Huckna Valley <laughs> tour. I'm, I'm actually and I think he's born weird. again Christian or something.
2: I'm actually waiting to hear back. A lot of these people, I have sent out so many different emails. But yeah. I only work at so many days throughout the week because sure. was you know, I got to have a time to write another horrible joke to when I go out of the, my Sunday writing something. class. They you bash did. me at. What they bash oh, you at? Well, you know, it's good because, you know, a lot of times it's Steve Eric or uh, Steve Baird is there. Yeah. And not that they bash you, mm-hmm. but I go there and my joke is five sentence long. And, and and I say the joke and they're like, well, you don't need to say that, that, and that. And then all of a sudden they got six words. You get a laugh and you're like, damn. You if think I've ever- got
3: kind of more laughs with more words?
2: No, but I'm learning. But from them, they teach me yeah. how to mm-hmm. cut it out. Right. Yeah. I went there once with two pages, and I left with two jokes that filled like three <laughs> lines. I was, I was like, well, that's what a workshop's for—the the
3: ultimate comedy yeah. spell check. Yes,
2: <laughs> spell check censorship, whatever yeah, yeah, it this, takes. This is not it's, ignore yeah. all,
3: ignore all, ignore all, ignore <laughs> sentence. <laughs> They're the comedy autocorrect right? Yeah, that's no kidding, is. dude. <laughs> Jesus, see, that's the thing. I could. I went to a couple writing meetings with some local guys and. I'm not a notebook guy. I, I just am not uh, when it comes to stand-up. Right. Uh, the bits happen to me. Right now I'm working on a bit. I'll tell you. Right now I'm working on a bit about uh, the, uh, uh, the the battles that you have as a, as a parent with a young toddler uh, with other – Parents uh, to up one up their birthday parties. You know, we had a birthday party. where We rented a big water slide with a ladder, and we thought, yeah, this is the most awesome birthday. And then we got invited to a kid who came to our birthday party. It was th- at the zoo with face painting and cotton candy. My wife almost friggin' snapped a gasket. She was like, "Look at this! Look what this bitch she bought! She this is like two thousand bucks she spent on this thing." They had brought animals out, so now the next party <laughs> I'm gonna have to have is gonna have to be like on a space station. You know, it's gonna have to be really up there in price.
0: Oh yeah, and they're gonna then, then those kids will be on the like. Mars. Right, right. Welcome to Mars and S- our birthday. Yeah,
3: some ridiculous <laughs> thing. But for what? They're four and five. They're not like milestone years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. sweet 16, 18, graduation, yes. But really, three, four, and five, have you yeah. spend two grand with, you know, like a parachute that comes into the yard, you no, don't need no. that. No. That's the bit. So that's, and I don't write that down, though. I don't, I'm not sitting right. writing it down. I would never go with Steve Aaron, Steve Aaron, uh, birthday parties. I would never <laughs> write it down, you know, with a quote, semicolon. Yeah. It's
0: I was cool. sitting there with him Saturday night and, and, Steve was talking about some some crap that was going on in his life. Yeah, and we're just sitting around joking around. And he's like, "Which <laughs> he Steve?" Me la- Steve Baird. Steve, Baird. Yeah. But, well, Steve Eric was performing. Steve Baird showed up and mm-hmm. he was talking about this stuff. And and right there, we're joking about something, and he made me made a couple of us laugh. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Man, I got to write that down." And right. he, he's sitting there pulling out his phone,
3: pulling out this thing. He's like, is <laughs> what I did." He recorded it. And it's it's going to be a good joke. If you, you yeah, I'm sure. Well, show. somebody yeah. said it to me at my show the other night. It was a good bit, and I don't yeah. remember what it was. And I was like, eh, "And I-. you know, yeah. th- as
2: much as I love my cell phone and I talk into it a lot." Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, with, with my jokes, I think it oh. hurts me because I'm not spending time writing, writing it, out? it out. And I think that hurts me. And that's what one that's of right. these writing groups, it's really been helping to remind me, you got to write it out. Yeah. I, head- think we, I think we have a call oh, okay. coming in, though. We got, a, we got a call coming in?
3: Nolan, is there a call? Yeah. All right, we're going
2: to patch in our first caller. Who do we got on the show? Hi, this is Kathy. Hey, Hi, Kathy, Kathy, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Not too bad. What, what are we? Are you calling in for some tickets? What's going on?
4: I, yeah, I heard something about tickets, but I really liked that conversation with Bobby. That was interesting.
2: Ah, thank you very much. It
4: was very funny.
2: Thank you. Where, where are you calling he, from? He
4: was funnier than you guys, though.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> he better be after 40 years <laughs> of yeah. comedy. He, he
2: got hired by the by the guys that you have to have 25 million or more. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I got 25 cents in my pocket, and you calling me. <laughs> Where, where are you at? Are you are you calling from Jacksonville or the Tampa area? What show are you looking to go see? Uh,
4: I think Tampa Bay. I'd like to go to Jacksonville, but I think I'd
1: better pick Tampa Bay.
2: Nice. All right. Well, I could have given you tickets to both, okay. but you, you, if you okay. want, we can set you up with two tickets for the St. Pete show at the Mahaffey Theater for uh, like June 2nd you? this Saturday.
1: Yeah. Nice. Cool. Cool.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, if you hang on. Our uh, engineer will get your name and everything, and you'll be all set. Thank you very much for calling the show. And you got two tickets, and they'll be under your name and Fat Davey. Yeah,
3: to see Bobby Collins and, to some, other Bobby Collins and, <laughs> and some, some other guy. See Bobby Collins
2: and some other guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for calling in and listening to the show. All right, thanks a lot. All right. So, hey guys, we actually do only got a couple of minutes left Damn in the it. show. So it's time for that shameless plug segment. Ah. So you know, my only shameless plug is I'm going to be at that bowling alley next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be emceeing it. So I'll be doing John oh. Mann's job.
3: They might be able to take out dignity, but never out of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think Steve
2: Baird is actually going to be headlining. Nice. Oh, he's headlining. He might hit his head on the top of That'll the roof. That'll be list. a fun show. Steve's fun. Oh, I like they're fun. very I like funny. Steve. I like working with Steve. He's mm-hmm. taught me a lot. I like, you know. He's a good guy. And you know I, he's on drugs, right? Yeah, on all, all kinds of drugs. Okay, I'm sold him some. Nope. are <laughs> you selling drugs? No, maybe. <laughs> all right, maybe. No. Not the drugs he's on. He's on high
3: <laughs> high grade yeah. pharmaceutical. Like you got to break into a pharmacy to get them drugs. Quickly, you, you got, got a really show coming good shit, up, man. What
2: the hell? Aside <laughs> aside from Control Chaos. Yeah, Control
0: Chaos is tomorrow, eight o'clock now, not eight thirty. So yeah, right is that here on Comedy Slam, Slam Radio? Slam yes. radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can call the same
2: number if you want. Same wanna. number, right here. We'll be here. And if you, you know what? If you have any bad Burger King or fast food stories, you should call into that send show. Send me a straw. Send, send him a straw. Oh, listen to past episodes. <laughs> yeah, why uh, won't they give you the straws? Yeah, send man, me a straw. Basket. If you, if you want to hear funny fast food stories and all sorts of other shit, you got to call in. Definitely. And listen <laughs> yeah. to Control Chaos you even on Tuesdays. Up last week, which was I did crazy. show up, but you didn't have no Mexican food waiting for me. So talk to the yeah. hand. Wow. Uh, Are are you available tomorrow? You want to come by the show? I'm working until 9.30. Then I'm going to actually be at Bowser's. Oh, okay, okay. we got one minute left. Chris, aside from double special every Wednesday night, what what do you got going on?
3: Double special every Wednesday night, 8.30 (laughs) to 10.30. Comedy Slam Radio, I'll be at Snappers Comedy Club in Palm Harbor, headlining uh, August 10th and 11th, I think, or 11th and 12th, whatever that weekend is. And uh, that's it. I mean, hit me up on Facebook, guys. All right. Yeah, he's got another one. He's another show. All All right, go ahead, real quick,
0: Wiggy. Uh, July 11th at the Tampa Improv. Myself and the rest of the Got Jokes crew. We will be. Uh, at the Tampa Improv for all of our crazy insanity. There you go. That
2: is fun stuff, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Same Fat Times, same Fat Station, same host, Fat Davey. It's Let's Be Frank, and we'll speak to you soon.